episode three of Talking Wanderers um, season two. Um, flying solo today. I thought Toby was coming in, but obviously he isn't, so it's just me. But with me, I do have Dan Pybus. Uh, Dan, you're central midfielder for Dawkins. Yep. Yep. And also Joe Roberts. Joe, where are you currently? I'm at Bognor Regis. On loan, yeah. yeah and right. you're a left back, aren't you? Yeah, left back. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Right. Thanks for coming in, guys. Anyway, um, so. Uh, I was going to just discuss this a little bit with Toby, but obviously he's not here. So it's been a while since we did our last episode, so maybe you guys can chip into this as well. So after the last, um, so the last episode we did pretty much after we beat Aldershot, and then since then results have been a little bit inconsistent. So we had the rearranged Dagenham game at home that you were just mentioning there, Dan, that you played in that game. Yeah. Uh, which we lost 3-1. We just didn't turn up that day, did we at all? Um, then um, we went to Gateshead. Um, I don't remember what happened there. That game's just like been blown out of my memory from um, that game. <laughs> so we won't talk about that one. And then we played Boreham Wood here, which yeah. we won. Um, filed away the game that was on TV where you got your injury, yeah. um, which you've been out since. And obviously then uh, we had the uh, Maidenhead game and the trophy that we won. And then the game just gone um, on Saturday against Woking that um, we obviously came out on the wrong side of. So Dan, you've been involved in most of those games. Obviously, the fire one was where you got injured. How are you? How are you? How would you sum up your time since you've been here at Dorking then so far with the results and things like that, performance-wise? Uh, I think collectively as a team, the results have been up and down, maybe a bit too much than what we'd like. But I feel when I first came in, we went on a nice little run. I think we got three clean sheets in a row, <laughs> um, and we were progressing nicely. Probably should have won a few more of them games instead of drawing. Then, obviously, everyone knows how many injuries we've had. So mm-hmm. I think that hampered things. Um, but no, I do think we are in a false position right now. But I think over the course of a season, that will pan out and we will uh, we will start climbing the table. Um, I think the gaffer will be the first to admit that it's nice probably having more players back fit now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think... Uh, it's been all right, but I definitely think we're not in the position where we want to be as players and as a as a team. But there's plenty of time for that to change yet. Yeah, I mean, so you got your shoulder injury. What's the latest update on that then? Uh, yeah, I should be back training this week, so okay. hopefully ready to go soon, which has been all right. Yeah, because originally Mark said not until the new year, but perhaps hopefully a bit more earlier than that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Geordie's a bit different, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We'll see how it goes this week, but no, nah, it should be okay. Yeah, excellent. All right, thank you. And Joe, um, you're down on uh, loan at Bogner. So how are things going down there then for you at the moment? Uh, for me, yeah, going really well. Um, I've just come back um, quite recently from a kind of long period of it. Injured foot, broke it against um, Kinsonians probably about eight weeks ago. Okay, um, so but is that because you're contractually obliged to get an injury because you play for Dorking, so it doesn't matter where you <laughs> apparently are, so. you apparently have to get an so. injury? I yeah, thought I was going well, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, guys. Even the lone players are getting injured. But, um, but no, I've come back from then and been playing probably like four or five games since and we've been going on quite a decent run. Um, we haven't lost too many, I think we have five mm-hmm. unbeaten in the league at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's going actually really well. It's a great group, group of lads down there. Um, yeah, and it's a good mix. So we're doing all right at the moment. Excellent. And you obviously enjoying playing regularly and stuff like that down there. Yeah, absolutely loving it. I mean, I was there last season as well, um, where I did break my foot last season as well. But 
Um, after that, I got a good run, played every game to the end of the season. We got to the uh, Sussex Senior Cup final against Wove and nearly won it, but went out on penalties. So, yeah, no, it was good. And this season so far, it's actually been a little bit better in the league. So, mm-hmm. so I've been doing pretty well, definitely yep. for me. So how does that... Um that how does a loan um, for you then personally get set up then what is how does that work in terms of do you still train here do you train with Buckner um, do the clubs then make you aware that that sort of come in or is it a case of you speaking to the manager and saying look I want to get some regular football tell people how that kind of works then Joe because we've never really spoken to too many people that have been here that have then gone out on loan yes when I first came to the club I was at Aldershot and I hadn't really had much men's experience so I think the first thing was try and get me out and learn at a men's team mm-hmm. a couple of divisions below trying to gain that experience and learn the game um, so I did that um, went to Bogner last season it was probably the best decision I've made okay. for, for going there because if, when you're on the kind of like outskirts of the team especially in the division Dawkins in it's quite hard to get into a young player mm-hmm. um, because of the tempo of the game and the players you're playing against they're yeah. well experienced whereas going to kind of a lower league division with a great club like Bogner, you're kind of straight into the fold. You're able to get games, especially in pre-season, mm-hmm. and they get to see what you're like, so they can trust you. Um, and you just got to impress in pre-season with any team, but um, at any division as well. But just impress in pre-season and then go straight into the league and just kind of keep it up. But yeah, yeah. I train there Tuesday, Thursday, so it's the same okay. school again. But it's yeah. evenings, so I try to do as much as I can at Dawkins as well. So sometimes I come in for the uh, Thursday sessions in the morning okay. and do Tuesday evenings as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, ex-Premier League player as a manager and stuff down there, that must be something that you kind of nice to learn from and somebody like that with that sort of CV. Yeah, I mean, I'm learning every single day um, with Rob as a manager, every single day, um, training, matches. He's got some great information for me mm-hmm. to take on board and to learn from. Um, and as a player, um, especially a left back, I know he's a Premier League striker, but yeah. again, he knows so much about the game. To have a manager like that um, and taking every information he kind of gives you, um, it's a great experience for me, and I'm learning every single day. So is that season long then, that loan? Yes, yeah, season long. Season long. But it's obviously got the flexibility to be able to come back at so because you've been on the bench a couple of times this season yeah. as well, haven't you? have been involved in the yeah, squads of- and stuff. And it goes both ways, yeah. I can come back at any point, but it's also duration-wise, it's to the end of the season. Yeah, and um, Dawkins have always had good links with Bogner as well, haven't they, with mm-hmm. the various players that have played for them, played for us, and obviously yourself and Alfie and Jimmy Gann down there on loan as well at this point this season as well. So um, that must be um, quite enjoyable then for you personally to know that you're in quite good hands down there. Does Mark request sort of how you've been getting on down there would you have people down there watching or how does that work in terms of your progression and stuff like that how does that feed back so that people here know how you're getting on yeah so the coaching staff will feed um, information back to Mark um, probably on a weekly basis just probably after each game yeah. um, and uh, Jack and as well your dad Jack, probably as yeah, well yeah as well yeah, <laughs> and Jack Pierce is down there as well okay. they've got a great relationship Mark's got a great yeah. relationship with the club and everyone yeah. involved there so um, yeah, they always get feedback, I'm mm-hmm. sure, about how I'm playing, how yeah. it's going for me and everything yeah. like that. So you're local to Dorking, aren't you? Yeah, I've lived there all my life. Yeah, so what school did you go to? I went to Ashcombe. Ashcombe, okay, so 
How does that feel now then being actually at this club? Because you didn't start off at Wanderers, did you? No, I didn't start off at Wanderers. I was at Aldershot since I was 11. Uh-huh. Um, I actually never played for Dorking until mm-hmm. um, men's level. Um, but being here at first, I didn't actually really know too much about Dorking Wanderers. Mm-hmm. But I knew about Dorking FC that were here before. Yep. And then yep. obviously they folded. Um, but being at Ashcombe and knowing that there was the clubs around here as well, mm-hmm. as soon as all the shot came to an end I think it was the first thought was to be like right Dorking it's a great club yeah I mean it's local to me as well yeah, yeah. so yeah. I think it was perfect timing from leaving all the shot around 19 years old to come straight here mm-hmm. um, especially I was down the road I mean yeah, yeah. it's perfect for me. and what were the circumstances behind that then was that just the academy let you go or did it close or what was the no I went from the academy into the first team and yeah. I had it was Covid as well so yeah. it was the Covid seasons and I was in the first team for two years um, from 17 to 19 um, I got um, a couple of appearances one won the cup one in the league mm-hmm. and then Danny Sell the manager at the time he yeah. got he got sacked from the job and he was one that brought me through mm-hmm. um, the academy um, he left and then the new manager came in and kind of started fresh um, kept me on for a season sent me out on a couple of loans um, and it got a little bit messed up with the loans like the agreements and come through this, uh, at the right time um, and then towards the end I think it kind of just training with the first team not getting much um, opportunity there yeah. I think it came at the right time it was Mark um, knew me from before because yeah. I had played yeah um, couple of pre-season games when I was 16 and I think he kind of had a close eye on me mm-hmm. kind of looking where I was going and everything so when the opportunity came along I just took it straight away yeah um, and also Ross yeah you knew Ross didn't yeah you as well? Ross was my yeah. academy manager yeah. so he brought me up through from under 16 under 17s to the under 23s and he pushed me into the first team at mm-hmm. that point so I have a good relationship yeah. with him as well. yeah yeah I remember speaking to mum and dad about Ross being at Aldershot and then obviously he came across to here and we've had him on here and spoken to him about you and I know that he's spoken highly of you as well so that must be quite nice to know that he's at this club and you know him as well yeah definitely yeah. it's definitely like, very good for me yeah yeah definitely well. yeah okay I'll come back to you in a minute Joe yes. uh, right Dan so for those people that don't know talk us through your sort of um, <coughs> background into football and everything then so where did it all start for you uh, I started Sunderland uh-huh. so I was saying there when I was nine I did 10 years there, signed a professional when I was 17, three-year professional then. Um, I was at England Youth International as well, I was fortunate enough to get five appearances, oh, okay. which is a great experience, yep. um, I think any level to represent your country. schoolboys? No, no, it was um, full under 16 and 17 oh, okay. appearances. Yep. Um, then I left Sunderland, still had time left on my contract, but I felt like I was ready for men's football. Mm-hmm. So I left and went to Bradford City okay. in January yep. and I was miles away from men's football. <laughs> I think as an academy player you uh-huh. do get a little bit deluded okay. and you think you're ready when you're actually not. Mm-hmm. I think you might, because Sunderland's a premiership side and you're playing in the academy, you might watch yeah. a League One game on telly yeah. and think, well that looks terrible because mm-hmm. it might be a bit more long ball, it might yeah. be a bit slower mm-hmm. and then you're playing it and you think, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's one of the hardest games I've ever played yeah. <laughs> and, um yeah, we got to the playoff final that first year I was there. I think I only played once. And then the following season, the shock had hit me system a bit. So okay. 
um, I went back a lot fitter, stronger, and had a really good pre-season. Then played a little bit more, but still found it difficult when I did play in yeah. terms of physicality. It was just so fast. It was, I mean, I was still only 19, and and yeah, it didn't really go the way I wanted it to. Um, and then after Bradford, I didn't play for a year. Okay. Um, and so I just sat at home thinking, yeah, it's probably not for me that. Why was that? It was just a personal decision just to step back uh, from playing? I think it was hard from where I was yeah. to then suddenly, two years later, then I'd been released from Bradford and mm-hmm. then I was nowhere. And it was a okay. bit like, well, I've just found League One really hard. Yeah. Where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. When you were at a premiership club a few years ago and then um, had a year sort of out of the game. I went to Norway for a few months, but that was a not so great level, but more of an experience than anything. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, yeah, just got back running again. Thought I'd get myself fit, and, and I was fortunate enough to be given a chance to go up to Scotland okay. um, in the Scottish Championship. And I played there for two seasons, and then progressed again, but to a little bit bigger side in Dunfermline in the Scottish Championship, mm-hmm. where the attendances are a little bit bigger. Your home crowd's probably five, six thousand. It's a big stadium, um, so a bit more expectation on yourself. And I thought, all right, this is me building myself back up in a. We were favourites to win the league and we got relegated. <laughs> so you're thinking there, like, oh, here we go again. Where are you going to go from here? Um, but no, I got quite a few of the individual awards at the end of the season. Then I was fortunate enough to... I got an opportunity to go in at Leighton Orient that mm-hmm. summer um, where it was going well and then I got appendicitis. Right. Uh, so I was in hospital for three, two, three nights. Um, and I couldn't play for three, four weeks in the oh, pre-season. Yeah. Yeah. So I missed all the pre-season. I didn't have a club. This was last summer. Okay. So then York came knocking, but obviously <coughs> it was completely in York hands yeah. what I was going to get offered. So mm-hmm. I had to sort of take it. But listen, it was an opportunity at a big club. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, went and played there for a season. Had a really, really good first half of the season. And uh, my first manager was John Askey. Mm-hmm. Uh, really helped me. Then new manager came in. Things as a team didn't go so great. Mm-hmm. We started, uh, I think it was a big game, Dork and York last year at yeah. their place. It was a big game. Yeah. Um, as a team, it didn't really go the way we all wanted it to, and we started slipping down the table a little bit. I signed a new two and a half year deal in the January. Then, yeah, summer came, um, two years after my deal. Thought, obviously, the ownership changed at York. Um, then we didn't start the season again, probably how anyone would expect us mm-hmm. to of. And then, yeah, my situation changed and now I'm a Dorkin. So, yeah. Okay. So it's been a bit of a whirlwind, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, are you at that stage now where you would like to sort of put down roots and stay somewhere for a, a sort of a period of time and sort of build that kind yeah. of into your CV? For sure. Were? So when, obviously, I was discussing things with the, with the manager, mm-hmm. it was a longer-term deal suited me in terms of I want to move here and I want to commit to something yeah. instead of just... Listen, I'm obviously fortunate that I was in a position where I could get a longer term deal because at this level it's not always normal. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to commit to a project and I feel Dawkins only go in one way mm-hmm. and I think everyone would agree with that. So if I can be part of that and try and help get that club to the AFL, I think that would be, listen, the history's long before me, but I think to be part of that would be brilliant and I think for everyone it would be amazing if Dawkins could get to, to lead to and I think yeah. that the way... Uh, the manager's obviously building the side and wants to go. Uh, I do think it's a matter of time till the club will get there. So mm-hmm. I think that was a big, big selling point for me to come. Yeah, one of the questions that we did know actually from uh, Jay, who messaged in, said um, basically, how did the how did Mark sell the club to you? Yeah. And then 
secondly, how you're settling in down this way as well. It was funny, obviously, what happened at York happened. Um, and it got to, I think, the Thursday morning. So that was earlier in the week. And then um, I remember I woke up and had a voice note. <laughs> it was from the gaffer. And I thought it was one of my mates on banter. I honestly thought it was one of my mates on banter. So like, I've replied and he was like, give me a ring. So like, I've rang him, but I was a bit like hesitant to say like, hello. Yeah. And I said yeah. it. And, um, no, we got off on a, on a positive uh, foot straight away, having a laugh, and he was telling me where he wants the club to go. And mm-hmm. even then, I think York is a big club. I think everyone yeah. would admit that it's a big yeah. club, big fan base, brilliant new stadium, <laughs> um, lovely city. So for me, it was it wasn't something that I could just decide straight away. Yeah. It was still a fast. I think I was within seven days okay. from yeah. being allowed to leave York to just sign for Dorking. Um But I did have other offers there. But I just felt everything combined, mm-hmm. this club is the club going in a positive direction. Um, you've got a manager who wants to play the right football, doesn't want to play long ball football, which suits me. Um, so I just think there's so many positives to it. And it was yeah. it was a change for me to move down south, yeah. which yeah. I've not got a problem with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of positives and I've obviously signed, I think I've been here probably four or five months now. Mm-hmm. And now I've loved every minute of it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't and change it for the world I'm not just saying that but mm-hmm. it's a brilliant group of players here yep. and I think that's installed from the gaffer mm-hmm. he installs that and doesn't doesn't have anyone here who's who's not a good lad and I think all I the think, fans um, would probably agree I with that I think there's a lot of people that who know Mark that would say that yeah. there's kind of like a no dickheads policy kind no, of it is, yeah. club is there I completely um, agree I mean listen every change room's probably got them in but I'm gobsmacked this one's honestly got yeah. none in it's a real genuine group of boys who would welcome anyone in mm-hmm. it's really easy to settle into I think Charlie Cart would admit that as well Tom Blair who've obviously yeah. came in after me yeah. um, and the manager installs that which is so important for the club mm-hmm. going in the right direction yeah. and uh, yeah I just think it's as a club it's brilliantly run and everything's just going in a positive direction which yeah. things can't just happen overnight yeah. and I think you look at this league now the money which gets spent in it and yeah. even then clubs can't get out of the league yeah. So I think yeah. uh, when it does happen, it will be brilliant. Yeah. So have you settled down here all right then? You must have. Yeah, yeah, no, I like yeah. it. Yeah, obviously you've got, uh, I think Dawkins are a lovely little town. I think yeah. it's got everything you want on the high street. Well, it's got what you need. What <laughs> you, you need have anyway. a cut or get some yeah. antiques or something. barbers, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen so many barbers in my life, man. Joe recommended us to go to one oh, okay. saying he shaved his bald he did <laughs> didn't go back there <laughs> yeah joke like stitched him up some local knowledge big and then I remember my next haircut I grew my hair just to wait until I could go home back to my barber because I'm not having that again <laughs> but now I found an alright all one now take I mean, a picture in of what there's only about 300 is. choices to go for isn't <laughs> yeah, it? plenty of choice yeah but no, it's it's a lovely little town. Um, I mean, I'm not really much of a walker, but there's plenty of nice walks. Yeah, yeah. But as well, you're a 55 minute train journey in the centre of London yeah. if you want to go there. Yeah. Um, so I think you've got a bit of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I've not been down to Brighton, Portsmouth yet, but again, that's only an hour yeah. the other direction as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's sort of in the middle of everything. So it's a very <coughs> attractive little <laughs> spot to come to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously you've settled and everything down here then. So did you know anybody at the club before you came in? Not a clue. No one at all. No, so you'd no. never sort of like Harrison, England stuff or anything like that? No, Harrison's a few years younger than me. Um, I'm trying to think, did I know anyone? No, I didn't. I mean, Just I'll be honest with you, when we played against Dorkin last year, 
had no idea where it was. <laughs> I had no idea. Like I didn't have any idea on the story of the yeah, club or okay. anything. Yeah, but yeah. I think sometimes it takes playing against them. Yeah. And you beat us one 0 that day. <laughs> to um, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I came yeah. off after about thirty-five minutes. I remember. Yeah. Um, Mac is in the back. He's <laughs> <laughs> not as innocent as he looks. No, really. no. Um, <laughs> So yeah, and then after that, I think you start you get on board with the story. And well, then we definitely needed that last year against York because before yeah. that we'd been we'd lost about seven or eight in a row. Yeah. We needed that one to win that thing. And I remember we parked at the top of the hill, the bus, and walking yeah. back up that hill after the game. And <laughs> so I remember so when my first day here, I remember coming down the hill. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And then, uh, but no, I think a lot of my friends now. I mean, I've got some good friends who play for Sunderland. They all watch the show. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. always asking about yeah. the gaffer when we played uh-huh. Gated. One of the lads there, who uh, he plays every game for Sunderland, he came down to the hotel to meet the manager, oh, okay. but didn't, didn't quite catch him. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of people on board. Well, Mac has got a friend that was at Sunderland as well, isn't he? Patrick Roberts. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I think somebody that he knows. Yeah, I think. they're all interested in it. I think yeah. that's only going to benefit the club as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Get it out that, that wider yeah, appeal for sure. Just yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, did you play when we played there? Yeah, as Mr. Well? Sitter. I was one of the ones who missed an absolute set there. I didn't score last season, and I was clean through in the second half. I think about 15 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, and I, I dragged it wide. I was at that game. I think we had like, we every time we had a corner within 30 yeah, seconds we were afterwards. Yeah, we were counter But I remember yeah. Slava tore his calf and he was in goal, and I'm one on one with him, and I still put it wide. Yeah, he couldn't move. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan I remember lying like, on the yeah. floor with me hands in my head, thinking, "Oh my god." So yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. You've obviously still got a lot of friends in football, those that are playing yeah. full time and stuff like that. Yeah, so my best friend, he plays for Portsmouth. Um, then my other best friends play for Sunderland, really, still at the minute. Mm-hmm. But I've got mates dotted all over the place, obviously. Yeah. I made a few good mates at York last year mm-hmm. and, and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, okay, excellent. And I was going to ask you something else as well, Dan. So going from full time football then into this, yeah. how different is that now? Do you. Do you it was, come in on the additional days or do you do anything on those additional days? Yeah, so days I always or? like to, to go to the gym on a Monday and, and mm-hmm. do a little bit, but I think the Mondays aren't so different to what a full-time club would be like okay. anyway. So you always normally get Sunday off if you play the game Saturday. The Monday would be, if you've got a game Tuesday, it would be very, very light, not doing much. And even if you didn't have a game, it's normally the boys who play 90 minutes yeah. would probably do a second-day recovery. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually missing much there. I think okay. the only difference really is a Friday where you just get a little bit more tactical work yeah, done, yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit in your legs the day yeah, before game. Yeah. I think that's the only difference. Um, but to start with, it was different. I think it was a lot more free time on my hands okay. than, yeah. uh, than expected. Because yeah. a full-time club, you're still going in on a Monday for a few hours, three, four hours in the morning. Yeah. You might not be doing yeah. much, but you're socialising and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're used to that now. Was that difficult yeah, when I've you first got, came I've, down, like finding yourself I don't think it was difficult. I think it was more the, the Fridays, it was in my head that... I always used to train the day before okay. game, yeah. so it was getting into my system. Did I want to go do a run, like yeah. run? Did I want to yeah. go do a bike? Mm-hmm. What would feel best for me on a Saturday? And I sort of tried and yeah. errored it a little bit. Yeah. Some days I'd maybe go on a bike, a run, a walk. <laughs> and I got in a, to a situation where if you train hard on a Tuesday, Thursday, and you just top yourself up, maybe with some runs here yeah. or there, or, yeah. or a bike, um, it comes a Friday, you don't actually need to do much, just get your legs moving. It might just be a 45 minute walk. And, I felt that that has put me in good stead in terms yeah. of like I feel fine on a Saturday, mm-hmm. so I've sort of got my routine. Yeah. But I'd say the only change would be difference would be probably more free time on my hands than, okay. than what I'd had yeah. like elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who has been your toughest opponent? Who do you think is your toughest opponent in this division? 
Christ, my last performance flipping out. I think I've seen double of him. That, uh, <laughs> that one had failed the that first game. half, my God. But I think that was more myself. I didn't feel right. Um, I played better with a fractured shoulder in the second <laughs> half than I did flipping the two normal shoulders in the first half. So I think that was a bit of a, a dodgy game. My best, of, the hardest player I've played against in this league. There was a lad on loan from Blackpool at Scunthorpe last year who I found a, a real good player. He was called Harry oh. Abda, was it? Little boy? Yeah. Left-footed. He scored um, yeah. He scored against us. he was us. a very good player, yeah. I thought he was when a very good player there, when I marked him really we sharp. We were two up at half-time and he ran the second half yeah. and he was coming in off the right on his left foot. Yeah. I think he scored actually, but he was a really good player. Yeah, he skinned yeah. me and put on pass yeah. me and the same way we played him. He was a good player. But I think the National League, this, there is some right good players in it. Yeah. Maybe boys who haven't actually played at a higher level yet. Yeah. So you get the boys who are maybe 23, 24, mm-hmm. who, are, who are nearly there, yeah. or just waiting for that opportunity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think anyone would admit, I think you, you see some of the Chesterfield boys who maybe have played League One Championship, who have dropped down to the National League this season. Yeah. They're coming out admitting how good the standard actually is. Yeah. And I think you see that now that the FA Cup yeah the FA Cup runs and, yeah. and I think that if you stuck half the National League sides in League 2 no, I don't think it'll come down yeah I, I think, think um, it's almost doing it a bit of a disservice nowadays to almost call it non-league because for sure it is, the yeah, standard yeah, is, sure. is, is up there isn't it well now? there's a lot of them League 2 sides who scrape staying up yeah. just because two come down yeah well all of a sudden if three come down I bet a few more of them would yeah. be would be worried well, they just cling on don't they and I think you look year. at the, the clubs yeah. going up now I mean, you've got not to count Wrexham are both in the yeah. top seven. Stockport yeah. top of the league. Yeah, they won the national league two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, Notts County's fans were moaning at the weekend, saying they were in a bit of a slump. And they're still yeah. seventh. So, yeah, in League Two. It's crazy. And last year yeah. you were yeah. you were yeah. playing the likes of the, the Maidstone yeah. Oval stuff yeah. like that and yeah. and everything. So yeah, I think uh, people underestimate this level, and it's mm-hmm. actually a lot harder than yeah. what you think. Yeah, I agree. Um, Looking from afar, how do you see it down here, Joe? Do you see that, like the, the level and everything is, is tough? Do you feel that you would be happy to come in and play, or do you still feel, from what people say, this is tough? This is tough football. That oh, playing it's here? definitely tough football. I mean, training, standard of training. Yeah. Um, here, especially sometimes, especially first, mm-hmm. like part of the season. Yeah. And I came in because I was on loan at Dartford first. I came mm-hmm. back. Um, and was on the bench for a couple of games and then started training with the boys. Yeah. I was, especially new signings as well, yeah. like Dan, and to everyone else, I was like, okay, yeah. I, I need to step myself up mm-hmm. as well and kind of get to the pace yeah. of training yeah, as yeah. well. Um, especially going from all the shot, they were full-time, I was training full-time with all of them as well, and they were coming yeah. from higher clubs to, we had like Ross McCormack mm-hmm. come down as yeah. well, he was I mean, Premier League football. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, kind of looking like, yeah. I need to, just level up yeah. and kind of get up to the pace so yeah it's tough especially I haven't had much experience in this league but when I have played it is even the physicality in yeah. this league I remember my first two days at York last year I mean don't get us wrong I hadn't done anything for three four weeks <laughs> because my appendicitis but my first two sessions at York I was diabolical <laughs> like, I'm talking like couldn't control the ball we were playing small sided games which were two touch yeah. max I was taking a touch and flipping. I felt like it was a foreign language right, to his football. Yeah, right. And I was thinking, oh, not again, not not Because right. that was the first time I'd been back in English football since Bradford. Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah. I am miles yeah. off of here. And then it took us a few weeks to actually get like up to speed with it. And then I was like, yeah, this is this is a lot better than... I think some of what you've had is um, 
it's kind of a mental side to when you came back to some of the football um, as well and started to kind of believe that you could do it again it and, was, and getting that kind of come on you can do it Dan you know that you yeah, can it was obviously play taking a, level, a year so out that, kind of that was that difficult kick. because I knew that I should have been playing at a better level yeah. and flipping never mind sitting at home mm-hmm. than that. and I still believe that I probably could play at a better level yeah. but I mean you've got to do that on the pitch to get there now yeah. but I think when I went up to Scotland that was more purely just get back playing just yeah. get back playing yeah, yeah. then when I got my move to Dunfermline it was a bit like come on right if I have a good season here you can kick on again yeah. then I got my chance at Leighton Orient obviously flipping what happened there yeah. with appendicitis so yeah. then I started thinking like yeah I was good enough for them then why would I not be good enough for York <laughs> so I went in New York thinking yeah like you got to go in with a, a bit of well, obviously confidence in that. Yeah. And then my first two sessions, I remember going on thinking, <laughs> "Jesus, I am terrible." <laughs> like, and uh, honestly, I was dreadful. Like the lads must have been thinking, "Who are we saying here?" Like I'm not even thinking that. I was like, when I was looking at lads at having me dinner the first two days, I was like looking at him, thinking that like, he must be thinking that he's miles up there. It's not a competition. And, like, <laughs> obviously, the deal I was on, I was like, "Yeah, I'm flipping. Should be on this deal." And uh, then I started playing. Yeah. And I think the manager literally, so I came in a week before the season, mm-hmm. he just played it, the first game, yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. And I just went like from here to here, straight yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. And a few yeah. lads were going brilliant. Then yeah. next week came, again, mm-hmm. again. I started getting yeah. my fitness in the games. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just the trust the manager gave me from the word go, and then your confidence started going up. Yeah. And I was a bit like, well, I've not even had a pre-season, and I'm finding this easy. Yeah. And then you start playing better on a consistent basis, then your name starts getting out there, then... Mm-hmm. I think everything starts going into one and you start yeah. believing more and, yeah. and that but I still look back at them honestly I wish someone had that on video I was <laughs> shocking <laughs> them first two days I can't even describe it I was dreadful but it's like Joe says when you when you go maybe up a league or you go yeah. with men or better standard or, or yeah. anything the tempo's quicker the quality's better you give the ball away you don't see it for a, a few more minutes yeah. than what you would maybe yeah. at a different yeah, level yeah. And, yeah. and people don't realise it but I think Tom Blau was speaking to him even just about the conference south. Yep. And he was saying that it's so much tougher, mate, and just one step up now. I mean, even as even as fans, we know it's that yeah. increase. But Tom just Obviously, says quicker, so many stronger, years, sharper. You see the difference. And then if you do play against those teams in cup games and things like that. You do that, see the difference, yeah. You see the difference. And no disrespect last year, but we weren't having a great run. And then we played Kidderminster in the FA Trophy. And immediately yeah. you could see the, the players must yeah. felt like, Phew, Thankfully, this is a bit different. We can actually turn and face face their goal yeah. rather than constantly being pressed. Like we're yeah. just getting weeks and weeks of teams yeah. playing us. At, you know, I think you look at it this season, out. and I know it's only early doors, but right now the bottom four is the four who came up. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that speaks yeah. volumes for itself in terms of how strong the national league is. Yeah. That obviously it probably won't finish like that, yeah. but right now you do look at it and go, yeah. is the gap from the leagues that big now? Yeah. Whereas it's a strange one, because you actually look at the teams who go from National League to League Two, mm-hmm. there's not much gap, and not really, no. apart from Sutton, who went up a few years ago, none of the teams were actually down there, even yeah. the likes of Harrogate and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you do wonder, but I think it is a big step up to this level, and yeah. it, like you say, I don't think it should be called non-league anymore, because no. I think it is a better standard than yeah. non-league football. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. Um, Joe, what are, we had a question from Ian Murray. Um, Ian wanted to know what's the hardest thing about being on out on loan, but what for you is the biggest benefit that it brings for you? I'd say the hardest thing for being out on loan is when you first get there and you kind of go into pre-season or if it's even midway midway through the season mm-hmm. 
and there's a whole new group of players that you might not even know yeah. not one of them like you said you didn't know anyone here um, and kind of just getting involved and kind of breaking that kind of like silence yeah, between the players yeah. but Bogner for me was so welcoming mm-hmm. and it kind of they brought me straight into the fold straight into the team last season and made it really comfortable for me yeah. um, but I'd probably say for any player especially me being quite young and not having a men's team um, to say that I've played for and yeah. played loads of games yeah. for um, probably say that's the most nerve wracking kind of just going okay. in with complete strangers that yep. you're going to have to play with mm-hmm. and you're going to have to kind of earn each other's trust yep. and yep. get some chemistry going on the pitch I think that was the toughest thing but once you break through that kind of mould mm-hmm. you're absolutely fine yeah. but I'll probably say that was the hardest thing for me was just to kind of get used to get it over that and kind of earn each other's trust for the other yeah. players and the manager as well yeah. um, the biggest benefit is actually learning how to play men's <laughs> football and knowing and probably playing as well and getting yeah. that regular game time I'd imagine as well yeah, isn't it? yeah. like even the standard um, it's like 100 miles per hour and yeah. just coming straight at you and you're just like okay this yeah, is yeah. real yeah. like this isn't 23 it's football strange though isn't it because when you first go and you think it's 100 mile an hour <laughs> but if you can just consistently do it for 2 or 3 weeks after 3 weeks you're like this isn't actually that fast. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. you have an injury and you come yeah. back and the ball's like a flipping hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't explain it. It's, it's, it's so strange. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened with me. So for, for Joe's a young player, the best thing he could do is go to Bognor and get yeah. 100, 150 games. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to an age where you, when you get your opportunity of flipping a season pro. Yeah. Whereas with these boys who come out of academies now, I mean, I've seen it firsthand that coming out you've played no games yeah. I went to Bradford yeah. thinking this is going to be easy it was yeah. the hardest thing I've ever done yeah. Yeah. Um, and that'll always stick with me and that's why I always, I always speak to Joe and say that the best thing you can do is play don't worry mm-hmm. that you're not playing yeah. go get games there go and press get your appearances up yeah. and, and things will come yeah. I still remember my first game here I hadn't actually I'd only trained I think on the Thursday morning then we played York on the Saturday yeah. <laughs> I remember coming on and I haven't played for about two weeks um, and I came on and we were 1-0 up 10 minutes later we were 2-1 down <laughs> and all I can hear is the York fans I mean I don't know what my language needs to be like but it was like you've brought him on and he's effed it up and I remember I was looking at the sky going not today please and then Seb put a cross in and uh, Jason scored yeah, and I was like oh yeah. thank god for that man <laughs> uh, what is your sort of like long term ambitions then Joe? Um I think it's just... Do you just, have any or do you just take it one day at a time or...? No, I do have a long time. I want to play at the highest level um, that I can. Yeah. Um, I think I have the potential. I think it's just confidence at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Coming back from injuries for any player. Yeah. I think it's that first couple of weeks is a hot potato. But mm-hmm. um, as soon as you kind of get used to the tempo, tempo again, um, you're back to it. But mm-hmm. for me, it's just get those appearances under my belt and then come back to Dorking, hopefully pre-season, yeah. mid-season, try and impress, try and get a full season in maybe a higher division um, but I think it's just taking one step at a time and yeah. those kind of 100%. short goals yeah. and then you get to your long, long goals yeah. at the end of the season you just got to think how old are you now? 21 and how many games you played? men's level yeah probably like 70 there you go when I was 21 I didn't play for the season so you've got to think where you are now just because you're not on the first team now doesn't mean you're not going to be there in 2-3 years yeah. if you're on a good path like you say next season you might play a league higher do well 
then if you do that well you might even skip out in the National League and you go straight to league football yeah. so I think for any young player I think it's just so important to play yeah. games yeah yeah. and you've been because I've seen on Twitter and stuff like that you've scored a few goals down there got players of the mile and stuff like that and you've yeah. been in the match quite a lot so obviously fitting in well down at Bognor and getting yeah. on well with the, the fans and everything else as well down there yeah I mean I can thank Bognor enough to be fair going down yeah. there last season coming back from the injury I think January last season to the end of the season was probably the best in football I've ever had because yeah. um, I got my first men's goal which unfortunately wasn't on camera was that the one that your dad didn't see as well yes yeah yeah he <laughs> was inside I kept seeing like, your dad was like on Twitter has anyone got a video of his it was, yeah he went goal? inside and he went inside and had a beer got a beer for his um, mate and then came back out and I think it was Simon Coffey like, you know and talking he was like it was Joe Joe scores now and I was like and then my dad told me after the game, I actually walked up to him and I went, yeah. you didn't see it, did you? And he went, no, I was getting a beard. I was like, every time he's down here, he goes to the fan zone and it's some like superstition. If he's in the fan zone, we'll win. He yeah. just he just has a beer in the fan zone and he sits there, uh, stands there with Simon and my family and stuff like that. And every time we score, we win a game. But if he's sat there watching, Nothing I think, happens. yeah, I think we won like seven, two or something like that. I don't know if it was last season or something like that. He missed all seven goals. He, he doesn't he, when he watches it we lose too busy on the beers <laughs> yeah he? yeah exactly he's just getting he's just getting drunk but um, but yeah um, got goal of the season down there um, I got fans um, player of the season as well um, and I think coming back from after the Worthing final as well playing at the Amex mm-hmm. I think I've got the whole experience of, kind yeah. of men's football and even then Bognor Worthing, you're playing at the Brighton Stadium, yeah. you've got all these fans there as well. Yeah. I was kind of like, okay, this, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, being at Bognor, every single uh-huh. player down there, I've actually got probably two of my best mates down there. Mm-hmm. One that I played at all the shot with um, and the other one that I met last year at Bognor. Oh, okay. um, I've got those two down there as well. And even the rest of the group, like I'd probably say, are all pretty decent yeah. friends. Yeah. So, um, that's like another positive experience yeah, of definitely. going online. Not only got Dorking and all the players yeah. here, yeah. and know you and the friends with you. Um, you've got your own club friends as well, mm-hmm. and I mean, I have a close relationship with all of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's really good, isn't it? Really yeah. important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, what are your ambitions then? Just looking ahead to like next year, then 2024 with Dorking and stuff. Yeah, first and foremost, I think we need to, not just me, but we need to start getting back to winning ways, mm-hmm. um, start climbing the table. Uh, I think playoffs is obviously the aim for everyone here. I think we're halfway through, but you go win two, three, four games on the bounce, and all of a sudden that, that becomes realistic again. Um, like I said before, I do think we're in a false position, but we are where we are, yeah. and we need to get on with that. But I think just get back to winning ways, go from there, and I think that if it's this season, if it's not this season, it'll definitely be next season. I think we will be amongst it. Yeah. And people from the outside might look at it and go like, yeah, you, you just won't be, you might be deluded. Yeah. But I think everyone inside the football club mm-hmm. as a whole knows where the club's going yeah. and that we will get there and it's a matter of time. So for me personally, it's just to help the team as much <laughs> as possible, obviously, um, as any player would, would want to do and try and bring my qualities to the team and yeah, just get back to winning games. And, and yeah, I think the fans, I've probably had a few away games this year which they've enjoyed I don't know if yeah. you went up to Harleypool and Halifax yeah. 
Went to Hartley. Yeah. Didn't go to Halifax. Went to Hartley. Uh, I mean, you look at two clean. Four. I think their waveform's yeah. been much much better this, this yeah. year from what the yeah. gaffer's saying. So yeah. Yeah. it's just about now doing that on a consistent basis for the rest of the season, then taking that next season where we believe as a a club and as a, a group of players that just because you're going to Hartlepool away, who was once yeah. a League One, League Two yeah. side. Yeah. Well, now they're in the same division as us, so why can't we go there and beat them? Yeah. And I think that that's probably what you're starting to see more this season. Same is older than places like For that, sure, you're it? starting yeah. to see more now that we're going these places and, and winning these games where yeah. I obviously wasn't here last year, but sometimes it can be a mentality thing yeah, that yeah. you might not think you belong yeah, somewhere and, and that. But yeah, I think that to finish the season as best we can, wherever we finish up, wherever we finish, we finish. And then hopefully that can be in the playoffs or, or top half finish. But next season kick on. I think yeah we'll be there thereabouts definitely. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well thanks guys for both coming in. No problem. Really appreciate you giving up your time. And um, happy Christmas. Yeah. You too. You Thank too, you. Yeah.